You're listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast, only on FairfieldStags.com. Hey everybody, how are you all doing out there? Welcome back to another 2021 Stag Sports Network Season Outlook Podcast. And it's a little bit of a different one here today, as we're not actually building up to the start of the season. We're actually talking in season, which is just as exciting in and of itself as I'm joined now by the head coach of the Fairfield tennis program. That's Jeff Breaker and Jeff, it, we were kind of talking just before we went on. It, it's actually nice for the fact that we can diagnose a few matches, talk about it as your group gets ready for max season play that will come up uh, in just a few days time of this recording. So first off, how are you? Thanks for coming on. And how has the season been going on for both the men's and the women's team? Well, thanks for having me on. It's 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 great to be here, and uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 nice to kind of like you said, be able to to kind of look back at a few matches as we look forward to the max. Um, you know, it's 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 a challenging year, you know, and it is for every sport at every not just here at Fairfield, but everywhere with 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 the COVID uh, restrictions and everything. Um, but you know, we're just trying to battle through, just like all the other teams. Um, you know, we've definitely had to deal with a couple of injuries on both sides, um, so really haven't had a full lineup for the men or the women yet. Um, which is, you know, it's obviously you want to be able to see what, see what you got to work with, but it's nice that we're getting everybody some matches. So it's also, you know, come back time, you know, we're going to need everybody, you know, with, with all the things that could go on with, with testing and everything, you never know when someone's going to be out for 10 days. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely had its challenges and, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we are. It's, it's, it's a, it's a daily battle. Absolutely. It's kind of interesting when we talk about a sport like tennis, similar to golf during um, the main part of this period that we're in. It's kind of the sports that they're not left alone per se, but it's still the ones that you can have some sort of regular work where you can, in fact, just pick up a racket, pick up a ball, as long as someone that's at a similar skill level to you can get some work in. So I'm curious from your perspective, if you don't mind talking about it, how how things went about, whether it was during the, the sh- after the shortened season, once people were started to allowed to be back outside in the fall, uh, what was that like? Did you see the levels? Obviously, they probably dropped a little bit, but were they able to be at somewhat of a competitive level so you weren't starting at square one come the spring? Yeah, so, I mean, we certainly, you know, we were fortunate enough to have both the full teams for both teams here in the fall. I can say a lot of the other teams in the area, tennis wise, you know, some people opted out in the fall or they just weren't able to get back. Um, you know, obviously restrictions depending on where they were from or the school uh, didn't really allow any practices. So, you know, we got in what, what you know, as full of a fall season of practice as we can, um, you know, now that we're here in the spring and I look back, you know, it was great from a camaraderie perspective. Everybody gets to know each other. They're all kind of going through the same thing, which is great you know, some of the downsides to not the having the, the, the typical season for tennis, we didn't have any tournaments in the fall. We didn't have any matches. So, you know, A, it doesn't allow me to see what I need to see from the younger players, kind of see who's in shape, who's competing well, doesn't allow me to figure out doubles teams. So it just, it just kind of compacts everything into the, into the, this, you know, basically early to mid February through now, where it's kind of like this sprint to figure out the right teams and this, that, and the other thing. So, you know, Yes, they were able to hit. Yes, we were able to hit. Um, we were able to play against each other. But, you know, it's just not the same as when you're competing against another person from another school. Um, you know, you try, you, try to, you try to make it as much as possible as a match. But at the end of the day, 
you're still playing your teammate. And, you know, while yes, you want to be competitive and win, you also, you know, it's just, it's just different when you're playing a teammate. Um, so, you know, I think the, the fall kind of wore on a little bit as we went um, just because of the restrictions and because, you know, there were quarantines and contact tracing and all those other things. And it, and it is what it is. It's, it's part of COVID, you know, the COVID era. Um, but we were definitely fortunate to have everybody here um, in the fall. And, and, you know, I got to see a little bit of what I wanted to see. Um, but now that we're here in the spring, you know, now I'm kind of just getting to see the freshmen play for the first time in competitive situations. So it's a really, really steep learning curve for them. And also for me, I'm, you know, how, what's the best way to coach them, but you know, they were able to play, which was the biggest thing. No, absolutely. And now kind of looking at what the spring has looked like um, your sport, fortunately enough, unlike a number of the max sports were allowed non-conference competition. So you were allowed to have a, a sort of a build up to league play in both uh, the men's and the women's team have won one match under their belt and kind of what was a shortened schedule. But uh, as we sit here a couple of days before the max season begins, where would you assess the group, the two groups to be at this moment? Uh, we're not where we need to be yet. And I don't think that's saying anything that they would be, they wouldn't be surprised by me saying that, you know, I've seen some really good things and I've seen some things that we need to clean up. Um, again, you know, in the process of getting through February and getting to this point, normally I probably push them a little bit more, you know, a lot more physically um, in that January, February, we also generally have matches in that time. So I can kind of gauge fitness levels. I can gauge, you know, kind of where everybody is in this year because of the, the, the quick ramp up. And I had people that were in basically, their house for the winter break and they weren't allowed to leave depending on where they were in the, in the world. Um, so I was really careful to not just go, you know, we're going to do these, this many sprints, we're going to do all the, this type of running. You know, I wanted to make sure that I didn't injure anyone on top of all the COVID stuff. So that's probably the biggest challenge. And I think that was probably hit the men a little bit more. Um, you know, we've looked, we're very up and down at this point. Um, we've got all the talent in the world. Um, you know, we're getting, we're all, we're pretty much healthy now. Um, you know, this weekend we should have a full lineup. Uh, I, th I think everybody's close to as close to hundred percent as we're probably going to get. Um, but you know, the last match that we played on Sunday kind of showed some, some fitness deficiencies. Um, you know, our energy level just wasn't there. And so, you know, now that we're, we're six weeks in or five weeks in or whatever it is into the, into the spring season, it's pretty clear that we need to, we need to up our, our gas tanks. And so this week has been, this week's been some running, you know, and, and we need to do that um, to get to where we want to be on the men's side. Um, so, you know, that's probably the area, the biggest area that I think we need to improve on and that we're working on right now. Um, you know, the, for the women, they're pretty fit, but again, we, we just haven't been healthy. So, I mean, I have, I still haven't played a full lineup yet. Um, Again, I will be close to 100%, but I won't be all the way. I'll still have a player out at least um, this weekend for the women. But I think we're, we're, the talent is there. You know, we've, got, we've actually got really, really good depth as well. So our, our bottom four, five, six, seven, eight are, are very good. Um, so I think that's where we're going to really shine as well. And I, and I think the, the top of the lineup's got a ton of talent. We're just really young. So you know, they've only had one or two matches each. So it's, it's still a bit of a learning curve on, on what they're going to do, but you know, we just got to grind through it. We got to figure out our doubles teams. Like I said before, it's a sprint though. Normally I have a much better idea of what I want to do with doubles. 
And because we just haven't seen as much, I'm just kind of throwing people together and being like, let's see if this works. So it's trying to get there. Well, I'm curious and obviously you don't have to give away too, too much, but you know, who have, uh, who has shown the brightest in the early stages? I know it's not too many matches to speak of, but uh, what you have seen thus far. And I know for a lot of people probably haven't seen a lot of Fairfield tennis over the last year plus or so, uh, especially on the women's side. The last time we were really talking about them was winning the max. So who, who should we be keeping an eye on as we get forward into this max season? I mean, it's, it's tough to, to narrow it down because they've actually all played really well individually at times. And then at other times, not so much. I mean, you know, someone like senior Anna Comer, I mean, she's just from a doubles and saying she's just a rock out there, you know, and she's, she's really, really fit. Um, very consistent. You know, you can say that about Sophia Prinos as well. Um, you know, just some of the new names that you're going to hear are, are freshmen, um, Scarlett Hutchinson and, uh, and Katarina Plumtree, you know, they're going to play at or near the top of the lineup. So, you know, you're going to hear about them and uh, probably so far, you know, someone that's played really well and worked really, really hard and is coming in great shape. And, and it's really showing in her results is Francesca Carmen. Um, she's had a really good spring. It's really apparent that she worked absolutely as hard as she could over the winter break. Um, she's a sophomore now. So last year she, she had a lot of bad luck. She had, she had a virus that she was out for a month. You know, she had a back injury and her ankle was bothering her. So, so we never really got to see, you know, Fran sort of shine the brightest last year, but she's come in motivated and, and she's playing really well right now. So, you know, if I'm talking about the most consistent player so far, I think Fran would probably be it. But, you know, you can talk about Ina, you can talk about Amanda, Lena. I mean, they've all been fantastic, um, but that's probably it for the women. For the men, I mean, again, got got some, got a, got two new faces. We've got some um, pretty veteran laden teams. So obviously guys like Lewis Edwards and, Alan Maggot have been there forever. Uh, it feels like they've been there for more than four years now. Um, but, you know, they kind of lead the charge. Um, but Griffin Schlesinger, who's a sophomore, has been really, really solid all, all semester. Um, our, our new um, grad transfer uh, on the men's side staff is Cyrenitis. He's been fantastic. Um, Kaya Gore is always, you know, he had a little bit of an injury earlier, but he's back now. So, you know, Jonathan, I mean, I could name them all again. You know, they're all they're all showing things at different times. We just haven't put it together as a team yet. And I'm curious then uh, not to gaze too much into the crystal ball, but what would that like, what would that be like when the team puts it all together? How, how high is the ceiling with both of these groups? Well, I'll start with the men, the men, the men's ceiling is high. I mean, we played St. John's in doubles without Kaya, who's, you know, arguably one of our top two doubles players. And we won the doubles point and, and they're, they're very good. Um, and we played at, a, at an extremely high level, one through three, um, with our not our normal doubles teams. So, I mean, the sky is really the limit. It's just a matter of can we get them fit? Can we keep our energy level up? You know what I mean? And, you know, they have a tendency to turn it on and off a little bit. And, you know, I don't care who you are. We're not good enough to turn it on and off. We just we got to we got to run it and we just got to go. We got to put our foot on the pedal. Um, so. You know, there's always three or four teams in the MAC that, um, you know, are the favorites. I'm, I think if you flipped a coin in any given day, whoever plays better. But, you know, we, we have the talent. If we can stay healthy and we can get this right, you know, we have the horses to kind of to kind of get to the finish line. Um, so, I mean, it's certainly there. You know, we just got to we got we got to keep working, you know, and that that's the biggest thing. Um, the women as well. You know, obviously, last time that we actually had a full season, we won the MAC, uh, the MAC tournament, and went to NCAA. So, 
a lot of the same players are still here. We've got some new players in. Uh, again, I think that it's usually the same three or four teams. There's some other teams that are making moves up, I think, that are, that are certainly going to compete. But if we can stay healthy, I think on any given day, you know, I think our depth could really do it for us. And, you know, it's the, it's the usual suspects, you know, Quinnipiac, Siena, Marist, they're always going to be right there. And I think that, you know, I think that there's four or five really strong teams in the MAC um, that are going to have a say at the end. And that's kind of how it happened last year. We were the two seed or two years ago, we were the two seed. And, uh, you know, we had a really tough semifinal with Marist that we were able to pull through. And, you know, it's, it's, it just comes down to who's going to play the best and who, who really wants it. But I think we have the talent to do it if we can stay healthy. And I think also too must give that extra little boost knowing that you've gotten a little taste of it. I know on the women's side, but the, as you said, both programs are usually right there, but maybe it's just getting that, that one edge over once that all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we've, we've been here before and we've had success here. All of a sudden we could do it again. I know it's not as easy as you say to turn it on no, and off, but if, no. you can't, if you can keep that on level for a long time, it, it definitely sounds like this is, these are two groups that could definitely make some noise in 2021. Yeah, the, the, the men too, you know, the men probably lost out a little bit more last year by not getting to go to, by not having a tournament, and not finishing the year. Cause I had four, you know, I had so many freshmen last year. So I've got, even though I've got a bunch of juniors and seniors, I've got a bunch of guys that are, you know, in the lineup or right there that really haven't been in that situation before. So, you know, it's how do they handle the moment? You know what I mean? And, and I think we'll handle it well, but until we're there, you never know. Definitely. Well, for every, anybody that's looking forward to seeing what the schedule looks like and also how to keep in touch with the Fairfield tennis teams as we get closer and closer to Mac play and eventually the championship season, make sure to head over to fairfieldstags.com. Jeff, appreciate the time and best of luck in this coming Mac season. Thank you so much. It was great. Have Absolutely. a good one. All right, so that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure to stay with us here in the Stag Sports Network as we continue the coverage throughout this spring fall combo 2021 season i'm jj duke signing off and we'll talk to you all soon thank you for listening to the stag sports network podcast for past and future podcasts visit fairfieldstags.com